More than a dozen people were killed in shootings in Maine. That's where we're starting the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Thursday, October 26th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. Police are currently searching for a Robert R. Card, 4-4-1983 of Bowdoin. Card is considered armed and dangerous. He is a person of interest, however, and that's what we'll uh, label him at uh, moving forward until that changes. That was Mike Soschuk speaking. He's the commissioner of the Maine Department of Public Safety. He said that a manhunt involving hundreds of police officers is underway after the shooting late last night at a restaurant and a bowling alley in the city of Lewiston. At least 16 people were confirmed dead as of this morning. Dozens more were injured, and the death toll could rise. But already, this is the deadliest mass shooting in the country this year. A law enforcement official said the person of interest, Robert Card, is an Army reservist who had been struggling with mental health problems. Police have told residents of Lewiston and nearby towns to remain inside while they conduct their search. This is an ongoing situation, so make sure to follow updates on our website. At number two. Therefore, the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 118th Congress. Yep, it finally happened. House Republicans elected a Speaker yesterday. The new Speaker of the House is Mike Johnson. He's a representative from Louisiana. He won a majority in the House vote yesterday, meaning the chamber can finally reopen after three weeks of chaos. Our evening podcast, Post Reports, did a deep dive on Johnson, but here's what you need to know. He's a relatively unknown congressman who is now second in line to the presidency. He's a Donald Trump ally who opposed certifying the 2020 election. He's anti-abortion and has voted against giving more aid to Ukraine. Johnson has a tough job ahead. He needs to mend fractures among his Republican colleagues to prevent a government shutdown next month. At number three, Israel said it's preparing for a ground incursion into the Gaza Strip. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu made the comments yesterday, but he didn't specify when or how it would happen. Israel's military has already made limited raids into Gaza, including last night. The U.S. has asked Israel to delay its offensive to allow more time to negotiate the release of hostages held in Gaza. President Biden is also considering military action against groups backed by Iran. Those groups have attacked U.S. troops in Syria and Iraq since the Israel-Gaza war began. And in Gaza, the situation is getting worse. At least six hospitals have shut down, and the U.N. is significantly reducing its humanitarian operations because they're running out of fuel. A New York judge fined Donald Trump $10,000 for violating a gag order. The judge said yesterday that it was the second time that Trump has broken the rules in his civil fraud trial. The ruling came after the former president was unexpectedly called to the witness stand. Trump was asked to explain a comment he made outside the courtroom earlier in the day about the judge's impartiality, but he failed to convince the judge that his comments didn't violate the gag order. And in one of Trump's ongoing criminal cases, Special Counsel Jack Smith 
urged a judge yesterday to tell Trump that he risks going to jail if he keeps talking about witnesses in his federal election obstruction case. The United Auto Workers Union reached a tentative deal to end its strike against Ford. That is number five. Here's some of what's in the deal. A 25% wage increase over four and a half years. A starting hourly wage of over $28. An end to wage tiers that left newer workers on a lower pay scale. And a boost to retirement accounts. These are some of the union's biggest wins in years. Members will return to work at Ford plants while they vote to ratify the deal. The deal now puts pressure on General Motors and Stellantis, the maker of Jeep. The UAW strike against those automakers is ongoing. This week, General Motors said the walkout was costing the company $200 million a week. At number six, dozens of people were sickened with salmonella from tainted onions. The FDA announced a recall of bagged pre-cut onions from Gill's Onions this week. The onions were linked to an outbreak that got 73 people sick in 22 states. The recalled products were sent to Arizona, California, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, and Washington, according to the FDA. Here's what to do if you're worried about these onions. Check the lot number of any diced onions you have from the company to see if they're affected. If they are, throw them away. And check your freezer, too. The affected onions are already past their sell-by dates. You can find more information in the story on our site. And at number seven, the fight over the phrase Taco Tuesday is officially over. A New Jersey bar that held exclusive rights to using the phrase in the state gave up its hold this week. It wanted to prevent a long and potentially expensive legal challenge from Taco Bell. The decision means that anyone anywhere in the country can use the phrase without risking a trademark lawsuit. Taco John had the right in every state but New Jersey, but they gave up the rights this summer. So go ahead and enjoy your tacos, even on Tuesdays, and now you don't even need to worry about getting sued. All right, you're all caught up. But before you go, we have some exciting news to share about Washington Post subscriptions and audio. If you're already a Washington Post subscriber, first of all, thank you very much, because that is a great way to support this show. But now you can get access to Washington Post podcasts ad-free in Apple Podcasts. And now there are more audio perks around the corner. So be sure to find the Washington Post channel in Apple Podcasts and connect your Post subscription. And then stay tuned for more subscriber-only audio benefits, like exclusive and early access episodes. If you're not a subscriber to The Washington Post yet, this is a great time to start. You can get access to all the great things that The Washington Post has to offer. And now you'll also get ad-free podcasts and more premium audio benefits. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts by looking for The Washington Post channel or through the link in our show notes. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. 